0: is 1.37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports.
1: Yo, yo, what's up, guys? Season 2, Episode 2. You probably saying Episode 2, yes. Episode 1 was with Faze, RCDs, BZ. But Season 2, Episode 2, we have Matt Fisher, a coach. Uh, you may be asking, Coach? Listen, I don't think you guys understand how big esports and gaming has been scaling at these past five, maybe six years. Yes, uh, he's a coach. I welcome
0: him to the podcast. How are you doing, Matt Fisher? Hey, I'm doing great. So excited to be here. Thanks so much. Yeah,
1: thanks so much. Come on, man.
0: (laughs) I'm Canadian, you know, it just happens. Ah, (laughs) makes sense, makes sense
1: um but how's everything for us let's talk about that how's life how's working from home
0: yeah you know what i think like everybody else there's obviously the the challenges of, of covid that you know mm-hmm. hopefully we're sort of getting over that that hump um but no i, I can't complain i have a lot to, to be grateful for got a got a great job just finishing up school great family and uh 100%. opportunities like these that you know the esports world have, have, have brought across my plate um i couldn't couldn't ask for much more 100 percent. that sounds lovely to be honest yeah. sounds
1: like i was telling uh Caleb and for people listening Caleb Matt they know each other I was telling Caleb I was like I don't know if I'm gonna give up video games for children like I just don't know I think that's when I know I'm mature like <laughs> like I, I just I, I can't see it getting off the game because little Timmy was born now and it's like damn I can't play with the boys mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes but uh you're a <laughs> coach give us a little bit of insight on like what do I mean and what do you mean when people refer to you as a coach and esports and gamer
0: yeah, yeah. No, great question. Well, you know, my background comes from traditional sports. So so the last sort of 15 years, I've really been working with um, a lot of our Canadian National Olympic teams as a strength and conditioning coach. So, you know, my time was mainly spent in the gym. But along with that, a lot of what I was doing was mentoring other, other up and coming coaches. And so uh, a few years back, I I I've always been into video games since I was a kid. You know, before probably most of your your viewers mm. here were even born. Not to be myself, but, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I've paid attention to esports since you know probably the the early Halo days, and and I've seen that evolution. And so uh, a few years back, I decided, you know, a, a lot of what I see the, the 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 things that have really taken traditional sport athletes to that next level, I'm like, man, there's no reason that these esports yeah. athletes, and I, I use that word athletes because I truly believe they are when it comes to the dedication it takes to to be at that top level Um, yeah i figured you know what there's there's some opportunity to to help these these guys and girls out and and bring a little bit of you know the scary word structure to what they're Mm. doing just allow them to take their their natural abilities further and so i'm not a a a straight up i'm not a coach when it comes to like the technical tactical of games i'm sort of like the i guess the coach of coaches so i get the opportunity Mm. to work with with different coaches from different esports and and Help them just really take their knowledge and impart it in, I guess, better, more motivating, you know, healthier yeah. ways to get the most out of their their athletes. Well, I just want to start off saying this. That means you're OG
1: OG <laughs> coach I'll of coaches. That. That's the title. Like, <laughs> I, I want that title by the end of this. all uh, coach of coaches. You feel me? I, uh, I gave
0: that to myself. So, so okay. maybe maybe gotcha. take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, right? yeah. I feel, and I
1: understand <laughs> though. you're basically saying like, there's a lot of people you just help and. Like guide them to like be better than what they are or what they were. You hit Um, the nail on the head there, absolutely, man. Then also, I love that you said esports athletes. I've been scared to use it. I've used it several times, but it's like that's basically what pro gamers are. Just uh, yes, they're not Michael Jordan, they're not Lebron James. I heard dunking, building big muscles, but they're still using those micro
0: muscles that take a lot of other people to control. At the end of it all, like. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you there. No, 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 but, no, no. but I think that's one of those things, you know, to, to me, it comes down to to the dedication to their craft and, and knowing that, yeah, of course, it's more of a, a cognitive challenge in, in esports than it is in traditional sports. But at the same time, you know, physical health, we're, we're getting more and more research actually showing how it can improve reaction time, how it can improve, you know, um, mm-hmm. everything that's needed to to really excel at it. And, and I'd say, you know, overall, we all know that there's this, negative connotation to to video games where it's like oh you know you're sitting in your parents basement you know you never get any exercise and and to me some you look at some of these these guys and girls out there and i mean like man i wish i looked and (laughs) and performed like them for for the physical specimens they've been but uh yeah i i think there's still this this yeah, this hesitation to use that word, but I got yep. no hesitation. Yeah, I, I see it. what they can do.
1: <laughs> Listen, I got green light from Matt Fisher.
0: I am now officially using esports athlete. <laughs> uh, but you also referenced what was your first video game that you ever played? Okay, I'm gonna go way back here to the point that mm. I don't even know if, if people. So okay, I'll, I'll say this: age the first right here. one was the original. Like first one I really got into was was the original Super Mario Brothers. I remember getting my my first Nintendo, my sister and I from my, from my uncle. But uh, I don't know if you're familiar with ColecoVision. Vision. No. ever ever <laughs> there we go so literally this one that you know i remember my parents borrowed it from one of their friends and it you know it hooks up to our i don't even know if we had I, i'm gonna say this man i don't even know if we had like it was a black and white tv even then like early mm-hmm. 80s and you know little 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 mouse joystick and number pad and i think it was this tank game that i i still remember fondly but yeah man that's going back wow
1: yeah. I, was to, I was about to cry because I don't like when I don't know, like, a game or something like that. And you said that. I was like, wait, what? Like, I'm going to look it up after this, though. But, like. It's, it's a history lesson you're getting from me right now when it comes yeah. back to those. I'm like, geez, no black and white TV. I was going to show you, though, uh, for people listening, you probably can't see it. But it's just for context for me and him. Like, I think I played my first Nintendo game or something like this. It's like, okay. you, like, blow it in here. And then I, that's kind of how I
0: feel. All those old tips and tricks when you yeah you couldn't get the actual cartridge to go in properly. You blow on it. You got to sort of jam it in there. All those things that were part of my childhood for sure.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. So when it comes to you know working with other people in esports and gaming, first of all, what were the sports that you was into first? I know you said that. What's, yeah, what, so what so you know
0: my personal background, uh, really soccer was was my biggest thing. Um, yeah. Here in Canada, you know our our I guess version of of, of American football, rugby was a big sport for me. But um, as far as the working side of things, and this is this is sort of kind of what brought me to, to esports a little bit. Um, I, I had the the luck of, of working with our national freestyle snowboard team for wow. for for almost a decade. This is exotic sports, by the way. This is <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm thinking about to say baseball, maybe basketball this is okay i like this This
0: yeah yeah so snowboarding here you know i'm in vancouver we've got whistler up there which is you know one of the best mountains in the world but um Mm -hmm. no it it, for from the work side of things i've i've been really lucky i got to go to a couple of olympics with this snowboard team but but the the reason i sort of bring that one up in particular is it was so similar to where esports was before it was in the olympics you know these are these are kids who just you know they just want to have fun you know, and then also they got really good at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, we can actually make some, some really good money. We can go to the Olympics. And in order to do that, all of a sudden it's like, well, you know what? We need to stay healthy. We need yeah. to perform at our best. So, um, so yeah, I had the opportunity to start to introduce some of the the same sort of concepts to, to snowboard as we're starting to do with esports. you know, whether yeah. it's healthier eating, whether it's, you know, mental performance, whether it's, it's physical exercise, but uh, yeah, some some exotic sports that, that, that may not be uh, along the mainstream that some of your, your viewers might be used to. And, and the reason I asked that, I just wanted to know how, how do you put two to two together? You know, like, I-
1: how do you transform that knowledge you gain from traditional sports into yep. something many believe is not a sport and it's not it's an esport, sport electronic sport. Uh, but how do you
0: transfer that knowledge? Yeah, you know, great question there. And to me, one of the, the biggest things is, you know, I use this term all the time, low hanging fruit. Like, what are the things that esports athletes, what can we give them that aren't going to take a lot of, you know, complete change to what they're doing? When we talk about these pros, like they got, they got to where they are on their own. You know, like what, yeah. what can I offer them when they're already playing at the highest level? So it's things like, you know what? If I offer you some basic like stretches, some basic exercise that can make your back hurt a little bit less after, you know, a 12 hour grind, mm-hmm. things to help you sleep a little bit better that may not seem like they're directly impacting what you're doing in the game. But if you're feeling better as a human being, you're going to perform better as an esports athlete. Listen. I love that you just said that. I literally just got goosebumps. I know Gary be like goosebumps. Goose. I don't know what's happening. I literally got
1: goosebumps right there. <laughs> I am a big believer in that small details matter just as much as the big details do. And I feel like that's kind of what you were saying in a sense. Yeah. like if I'm riding my bike, that small pebble yeah. is still gonna burst its tire. Yeah. It's like yeah. if it's a big rock, I can see it and avoid it. So yeah. in my words, I I kind of prioritize small details more. And that's kind of yeah. what you you're kind of uh <laughs> Maybe give an example too, right? Like-
0: yeah, you know what? You, you hit the nail in the head there. Like to me, we we often look at these this idea of those marginal gains. You know, yeah. like if we if we sleep one percent better, if we fuel ourselves one percent better, you know, uh, if we feel one percent better. If everybody's equal on that skill level you take those small little steps that can be the difference between winning yeah. and losing, you know? And, and I think it's one of those things, that, like you, you mentioned at the start, how quickly esports has evolved. Um, it's no longer, uh, you know, you're no longer able to just rely on pure skill when you have so many up and comers who yes. are skilled, but are willing to take that extra step. You know, um, you want to just, just not just get here, but stay here. Um, now you're starting to really see people take those steps to be like, yeah, I'm gonna do something better than my opponent because that's what's gonna give me that, that career longevity and that success. I love that you said that uh, because I was gonna go pro in uh, Fortnite, right? Hmm. Yeah. And I was like,
1: you know, my family was still on me though because I'm not even gonna go to college, so my time of like figuring out what I wanted to do was limited. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? my whole goal is just to be in this East gaming scene. Like I, I'm, I'm fucking addicted to it. And so yeah. I got the opportunity, boom, what's the 10 PM, I'm working with them now full time now. Right. Nice. Um, and then, so long story short though, I was playing a game like last week and I was missing some shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was. I'm like, I'm talking about miss, the whole clip is missing the guy. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm like spraying and praying at this point. Well, and that's the guy, story of my life, man. You know, <laughs> the guy in the con is like, bro, you need to hit the range. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm a guy who takes criticism. I'm like, you know, I listen to us. He's like, yeah, man, you know, he's right. And so, I and I used to do this. And the reason I brought up Fortnite is because when I was competing in Fortnite, was I was in Aim Labs in the morning. <laughs> then I play Fortnite before I go to bed. Aim Labs. And what I would do is chew gum every time I was yeah. on Aim Labs. I would do interview because I'm also in and it was in band. So I knew that you don't want to keep doing the same rudiment for five minutes straight because you're really not seeing how good are you are like how good you are. You're going to do the reset. You got to, I can go 15 and one. Yeah. Only because, I'm trying to say this, my bad. For the people listening, I'm so sorry, I'm going to a little rebuttal here, but basically what I'm trying to say is, small details matter so much in a way that, I'm going to do this one aim training for two minutes and take a break for one minute. So I allow myself to reset yes. and then come back because in a normal game, yes, you can probably go 30 and 0, but if you can't go 30 then die and then do another 30, there's a problem there, you know? Um, and then I think also what you were talking about is you guys focus on what people are eating, what they're consuming. Yeah. I literally limited soda from, my, like, I know I'm not a pro and like that, but it's like, I still want to get in the game, but like, bro, don't play. You know what I'm saying? I want to, I have one to Shit on you. And yeah. so is that like, there's a lot of G fuel, I'm not telling anybody out here, but there's a lot of sugary brands
0: and, and sodas and stuff like that. Do you think that affects? like esports athletes a lot absolutely you know that that's such a great call out and especially at this higher level and again not calling out any yeah. brands there you know a lot of times we know these these athletes like their sponsorship, their, their paychecks are are coming from these things. But you know, when, when you look at, at, at what you're doing, it's, it's exhausting. And so I understand there's that need for, for that little pick me up, but, but when you're grinding for like, I'm even going to say four hours, let alone the the 12, (laughs) 16 hours you hear some of these, these pros doing, um, you know, we can't sustain like our energy just off of caffeine off of sugar you know that that's going to give us those spikes where we know like you said you might have an awesome game because you just you know fueled up and you're feeling great and then all of a sudden you hit that crash and it's just like why why is it not just i'm not feeling the same way and so finding ways to to have more sustained energy have that that consistency i think one of the things that you were sort of alluding to there is is when it comes to success it's about consistency you know the 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 person who wins one match you know out of every 50 it's cool (laughs) (laughs) but that's not that's not making a career you know it's those people who can sustain that and i think that that's where where some of this smarter decision making cutting out some of the things just because again drinking soda got you to where you are it's not necessarily going to keep you once everybody else is at that same level but doing Mm -hmm. things a little bit smarter you know as you said that I have a coworker who always thinks he's better than me. And then, like,
1: Valorant, basically, right? Because we, you know, when we are off, we like to play Valorant. Yeah. And he's always above me first half, maybe first three rounds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, the game's not finished. You know, like, no. the, the game's not finished. <laughs> yeah. uh, and by the end of it all, I'm probably carrying him with like 30 to 40 kills. And he's like below 10 still. I'm like, listen, there's a reason to call me the Don. It's <laughs> like skill, wisdom, experience. You've got yeah. lots to go, uh, but I'm glad you said that. A lot. Uh, this just makes me happy,
0: too. Yeah, no, and I think that's that's what you're you know what you're alluding to there is is oftentimes it's so easy to make make excuses as to yeah. as to why things aren't going the way that we want. But but you look at those you look at those top players and you look at the little things that they're doing, the, you know they're they're keeping that consistency and it's not by accident. You know it's not by accident. Now you have a family. You are I a do. grown man. The reason I'm saying that is because.
1: I can think I'm growing all I want. I'm not a <laughs> grown man. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's yeah. a difference. I'm like a young yeah, man still. Look, listen, I'm still... I just paid my taxes. I had to learn how to do that. That was the whole <laughs> process within itself. Yeah. But how is, like, you know, are, your, are you going to try to get your children to understand, like, you know, each person game is an
0: option. This is something... <laughs> Like it's you know that's it's, it's a great question and i'll even put it this way so so my my son is is i've got one one son he's gotcha. he's 10 months old and you know i was talking with with my partner and she was like you know we need him he always loves to play with with my xbox controller he loves Ooh. to play with the, the remote control and we're First like you know, all, shout out the xbox get to you my bad <laughs> there we go bad. no and you know and it's one of those things where we're like okay you know what D- do we get him a toy it's just because i don't want my controller broken or slobbered on so i'm like okay do we get him a toy a toy one and so you know I'll be honest, the thoughts went through my head. I I'm I'm doing my thesis right now on, on mental health and esports. And and for okay. all of the the negatives that we see with video games, man, there's a lot of positives that come along with it, you know. Yeah. And so for me, I think it's one of those things like everything needs to be a balance in life. I am gonna introduce my son to to video games and esports. If that's something that he wants to pursue, you know beyond just a a hobby then then i'll support that i'll do my best to make sure that that is in balance with with everything else you know whether that's physical activity whether that's you know not that i'm artistic in the least but if he wants to get into music or dance or whatever if esports is a part of that i'm going to be all for it as long as it's just you know a a piece of the bigger puzzle i'd say in the early stages and when he gets to that level of like you know what maybe i can make a career out of that um yeah man that's his choice so uh yeah we'll see what happens
1: let me just tell you right now options is options. what i think the world is getting into like we just have options there's so many things and you just gotta know what you want and then go get it type beat yeah um that was kind of with me and my parents did not believe i was telling them i am going to do gaming
0: mm-hmm. and it was
1: like my mom was always supportive, part but my grandparents you know that's the old more old old days it was like no you're not I was like, <laughs> yeah i was like i already bought a flight to new york and this is what i'm doing yeah um I had something to say. I went am-need. I think I have need a little bit. But I definitely <laughs> had something to connect there. Um, wow.
0: <laughs> All wow. good, man. Well, and, yeah. and again, I think that's one of the things we often see, though, is, is like – I mean, put it this way. As, as an old head, like I look at a lot of my friends, and they're like, you left – you know, working with Olympic athletes for, for what? That's not a career. What are you doing? You know, it's, 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 but you look at the the next generation, like, I mean, technically I'm considered, I don't know if you've ever heard this term. It just came across the other day, a geriatric millennial. So like, I'm, I'm that (laughs) early, early age millennial where, you know, but, but most of my peer group, yeah, they're just kind of like, they don't quite get it, you know, Mm -hmm. but, but I look at my, my, you know, my nieces and, and, you know, they're in their the early teens and it's like yeah they they know everything about esports even if they don't play them because it's yeah. it's part of the culture now you know there's no denying it you know it's it's yeah. the options are there and just because older generations may not see those options it doesn't mean they don't exist and i'm glad you said it's the culture now because i think esports and gaming, i think
1: as a general like that's general esports and is a general term mm-hmm. but to make it even more general the digital world is now you're right like like vr and ar isn't fully there yet but it's not far and plus nope. think about it like this a tree probably takes 12 months to grow mm-hmm. but them to give me an, a better graphic card than they had last year it only takes probably less than that because technology oh, yeah. like, you can triple and double way faster and i finally remember what i was going to say to you uh you know after you were talking about, you know your child yeah. if you wanted to do it, he could or whatever the case may be i think you know version one not version one my bad valentine is having a big event masters mm-hmm. this week right and, and in my head, I'm just thinking about it. These guys, are to us, are known as the best. Mm-hmm. But what's going to happen in the next five, six years, maybe three years, is 13-year-old Jimmy, who's grinding and can't compete, is going to be better than every single one of these cats because he has yeah. like, the time to commit. Like, you know, I couldn't commit to a video game for the whole day because yeah. you take out the trash, <laughs> go protect the grass. Listen, you can't be on the game one day. Yeah. But now I'm just like, one, I think, you know, I think there's a blessing in everything. There's always a blessing. There's always something to take back. Like, you know, the cup is always half full, or half empty. With COVID, a lot of kids can go to school and play video games. Let me yeah. tell you something. For the people listening, you guys heard me say this a lot of times. I literally had to skip school to play video games. Am I proud of it? Yes. But <laughs> that's besides the point. It's just the fact that, you know, these 13-year-olds and anybody that's younger
0: than me and, and, and even you, these are going to be like, those are going to be the is you, you are so right there and and we've seen it in so many you know yeah. one of the one of the things I'll, I'll compare it to is you look at like you look at mma you know Ooh, since the ufc yeah. started and you had all these you know you had all these these amazing martial artists coming from different things and you know the way that that's evolved over the last you know 20 25 years it's like it's yeah. the you know it's the next generation who got brought up To be an MMA fighter, not to be a a karate fighter or a BJJ fighter like they got brought up for this. And I think what you're alluding to there is this next generation, they are going to be doing all those things that are going to give them that advantage and what they're going to be capable of. Like they were they're going to be planning to say yeah i am going to be the you know the next superstar and they've got this in their mind they're not just being like oh this is fun and you know no, yeah that's the yeah. they are planning this out and i'm no. kind of scared to see where this goes with these these guys I, and girls i'm so
1: glad you just said that part because that's that's what people like to say gaming is kind of boring now or they can't find a good game mm-hmm. all the games are good it's just the fact that the people younger than us is taking the game way more serious and little jimmy is talking dropping 30 on your head yeah. Because he wants to become the next booger, the next T the next ninja. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So like that's really what's happening. And it's
0: not oversaturated. It's probably just no, people are really trying. They are they want to win. <laughs> they don't you want know to what? And we love to grief them for trying, right? Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, you know what? That's a reflection on ourselves. Am I stuck in this fixed mindset where like, you know what? I don't want to do the things. I don't want to go to aim lab to try and make myself better. Mm. I'm going to blame it on these kids for trying too hard. You know, it's like, <laughs> come on, man. Like. <laughs> no, bro, I'm one of those people who I
1: like to play the games if somebody quits. Um, but <laughs> I wanted to ask you this question because I could just see that like how passionate you are about this esports engagement. <laughs> I know for, I don't know for like actually, but I'm assuming, I, did you ever think he was going to come in the esports and gaming industry? Like how did your no. whole family react to that when you had to explain that Thanksgiving or if you
0: didn't celebrate yeah. Thanksgiving, like, yeah, I'm in no. uh, video games. like, what is that? What do you mean? Like, yeah, that. you know what? I, I'll be honest. I'm, I am so blessed and privileged. I grew up in a, in a very supportive family that That's no right. matter what I wanted to do, they were supportive of me, you know, mm-hmm. and so when I when I started talking about this, uh, there's of course confusion, but mm-hmm. there was no sense of like, you know, what if if this is what you want to do, um, if you're passionate about it, full support, and, and I don't take that for granted because I, I see, especially with esports, I see some of these, you know, these high school kids who have a lot of talent, and it's like I almost need to keep it secret from from my family that this is where my ambitions are, and you know that that pressure of like let's put it this way. I've, I've spent so much time in school, you know, yeah. after high school, just trying to get to where I was. And so, yeah, the expectation was go to university, you know, these sorts of things. And for, for the average kid now to be able to say that and say, I'm, I'm not going to go to university right away. If, if I have the opportunity because I want to pursue this, yeah. um, not all of them have that luxury of the support that I had when I decided to sort of, you know, switch gears here. So yeah, yeah I was really blessed to, to, to be fully supported by my family. Love that.
1: I- and I'm going to ask this too. What were the three passions before you even got into this field? I'm pretty sure you had, you know,
0: before it was esports and gaming, it was probably, I'm going to go do this, that, and the third. What was those passions for you? Yeah, you know what, as, as a lifelong athlete, sports has always been a big thing for me. But, um, you know, one of the big things that I've been challenged with my entire life and, and is mental health. You know, I'm one of these guys who I started talking about mental health struggles, depression, anxiety, like I've had that all my life. And I have no, you know, the stigmatization that we're starting to see is, is starting to disappear. You know, yeah. I started talking from an early, early age about my struggles. And so right now what I'm finishing up is, is a master's in mental health counseling. And one of the reasons I wanted to get into esports is—is is, I'll be honest. As much as I love traditional sports, there's a lot of things that challenge our mental health. You know, we talk about grit, we talk about mental toughness, yeah. and it's like, oh, you know what? Like that's what you need to, to to achieve, and oftentimes that comes to the detriment of our mental health. So for me, when I thought about, you know, what esports is still emerging, is there a way to actually help? set it off on a better place than I've seen in a lot of these traditional sports. Can I help organizations, leagues actually support their athletes and not just their performance, but their wellness. So, you know, traditional sports and mental health, I'll be honest, are are two of my big passions. And I feel like I've been been lucky enough to, to, especially with Adamus who I work for now, some of these Mm -hmm. orgs, they're not just looking for how do we, how do we win more? They're starting to turn that page. be Like, how can we support our athletes? to be happier, healthier human beings. And like I said before, that is what's then going to support their performance. So uh, I'm, I'm really passionate about mental health. I love that. I feel like if I had the opportunity
1: to write a book, it would be called, um, actually, I forgot the name of the book. But it was basically like, you know, each person gaming doesn't need any more gamers. We have enough of that. In my mind, we need, because everybody wants to be a consecrated, we do. And we need is more editors, graphic designers, like mental coaches psychology mm-hmm. coaches like all those small things because as we're being exposed to so much and like i said we have so many options and each person game is technically the digital world mm-hmm. in the digital world there kind of are no rules in a way uh even yeah. though little Timmy is cracked that fortnite and cracked that valorant he's also raging like hell when he gets one tap five back to back yes. time, you yes. know yes. Which yeah. can Play a negative role into
0: his life and even trying to get into this Ecosystem. You know, you hit on one of the most important points right there. You know, one one of the things I will say about traditional sports is, is there is development systems It, you know, at a young age, if you want to play basketball, you're learning about teamwork, you're learning about communication. You know, you need to fit in like, yeah, of course, you could be the LeBron James and probably be the only guy on the court and still win. But, you know, for right. most of these things, you, you, it requires a team. And and oftentimes there's there's mentors, there's coaches who are helping this personal development. We know how many sports, right, Um, yeah. you know, coaches, teachers oftentimes have to fill that role of, of, of sort of the, the, the parent because, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes these kids just don't have all of the, the advantages that, that, that I might have had. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that's just it is, is when you're in this toxic online world and it's just the wild, wild west, we need more, more yeah. I think, to sort of rein that in and make sure that, yeah, the toxicity isn't just pervading these 13-year-old kids till the time they get to that pro because, yeah. yeah, as much as I'd like to make things better, we know that there's still a huge challenge in this space right now i deal with it on a daily basis every time i get in Valorant,
1: top frag i'm probably i'm probably having a bad game i'm gonna admit guys listen yes the don himself has bad games anywho <laughs> you're not know, probably dropping five and I'm, I'm i got killed 13 times it doesn't matter it's the fact that one the objective of this game is to win how are you gonna win in a team-based game is with yes. your team and so most of the time people who top frag think they can just shit on the bottom frag it's like no bro listen I'm. I'm glad you're getting the most kills. That's cool. But you're not being impactful. That's the whole. The whole vision here is like. I think people yes. should focus on being impactful rather than trying to be like. Maybe I don't know. To me, I, think, I feel like being impactful and being the best are two different things a little bit. But when yes. you're impactful, you're definitely like the better choice uh, when it comes to.
0: You know, know, it's so true. And you look at a lot of these top esports, like, you know, you look at a lot of veterans in traditional sports. The reason yeah. they're still on team, even though they can't jump as high as they used to or, or you know, score as many, you know, baskets or touchdowns as they used to, is, is they have those qualities that make the team better. And I think that's what's often overlooked in esports. You know, even some of these top organizations, you know, they don't give some of their their athletes long term contracts. You know, they're like if they don't perform right now we're going to get rid of them by the next split, you know, the, the disposability that, that we look at these athletes is scary. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you often look at like, I'm going to say like the dream team when it comes to basketball or, or yeah. here where I am the, the, for hockey, our, our Olympic team, where we bring all the superstars together, you can have the best talent, but if they don't gel together, you know, they're, they're just not going to have the success. And I think that that's one of those things where, yeah, yeah like you said, you can be frying everybody as an individual, but if you're in a team game, and you can't get along with your teammates man you're not going to have any sort of success yeah. it just it just doesn't matter yeah i'm glad you said that
1: man man it's i don't know if i'm happy to have inside the screen back but <laughs> man it's been a pleasure talking to you for real hey. um you gonna take me to a hockey game too i've never been i like when he i've seen clips of i like taking the helmets off and getting in a fight i'm like yeah <laughs>
0: What? <laughs> like that. put it this way and i know you're not new york anymore but i hate to say it, your teams are better than uh, than most of our canadian teams right now especially ah. here in vancouver i'm not taking you to a to a canucks game anytime soon but uh, hopefully that'll change
1: listen um i think we're gonna wrap it up but i definitely want you to say some some more of maybe give us a minute and 37 seconds i know that's cheesy but i'm gonna be on Brandon cute here okay uh i don't know there's a lot of people who want to get in esports and and i think they're giving it up the fact that they can still get in there's no mm-hmm. listen like i said earlier there's no rules in the digital world right now no. and there's also no age limit listen if you're 50 year old if you're 50 years old and you're cracked at fortnite you can still become one of the best in esports yeah. it's just the fact if you're going to put in the time or not so give some i don't know some motivation or just some words to people who who want to get in the game in the esports space and I, think absolutely
0: no, there's so much opportunity. We know that that the esports world is just continuing to grow, and it's it's yeah. you know more than just growing. I think it's evolving, you know, and, and it's one of those things where what it took to to, to get to that top level last year is going to be different this year, is going to be yeah. different next year. And I think uh, you know if, if there's any advice that I can give to those people uh, that 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 really are aspiring to to make something out of it, um, it, it's all about. I'm going to say, I'm going to use the word training here, but it's training smarter, not harder. You know, it isn't all about just the grind. It's about making smart decisions that, that, like I say, it's going to come back to, are you happy? If you're happy and you're Taking those steps towards, you know, towards your goal, then you got a much better chance of, of, of getting it there. If you're playing Valorant right now because you want to be a pro and you just hate it, all you're doing is raging and it's not even fun anymore. Yeah. You need to change something up, find ways to, you know, cross game, whatever it might be. But um there's lots of, lots of paths to that same destination and you need to find the right one for you just because this pro follow this path to get there that may not be the one that takes you there so figure out what works best for you you got a much better chance of of achieving the success that you want i love that a lot also if you're raising and volumet, just change your crosshair bro guaranteed
1: (laughs) also you don't know what you don't know and you know what you know and where can they follow you at listen i talked to matt before the podcast he's new one listen we got to get him up guys get follow him (laughs) on twitter follow him on instagram follow him he doesn't have a tits. our last time I checked, right?
0: No, oh, no. Where,
1: can they, where can
0: they find you, Matt? No, you know what? So yeah, it's just at Coach Matt Fisher on Twitter, and uh, I had to double check with Aaron to make sure that's the way you give out Twitter handles because yeah, I'm so new to that. But um, yeah, check check me out on Twitter. Um, yeah, Instagram if you if you want to check out. It's more of a personal one, but I, yeah, I'm happy like. to share my 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 family life as well. Is SNC Coach? So literally the words strength and conditioning. S NC Coach is on Instagram, and uh, yeah, happy to. If anybody wants to DM me, got anything to chat about, uh, I'd be more than happy to connect with this community because I, I really love it.
1: Yeah, listen, we love you too. I understand. <laughs> this is coming from the Gen Z. I know they was it was talking about you bad with the what did he call you <laughs> a millennial thing? The, the, the geriatric millennial. Yeah. Here listen, we go. <laughs> listen, the Gen Zers will take you in. Listen, you might not be the eight, but it doesn't matter. Be rule the raw, the world. Listen, if anybody's still listening, you probably are. You know, you guys are just so awesome. Thank you. Uh, Inside the screen is back. Matt Fisher is awesome. This episode was. Listen, if you didn't take away anything from this episode, take away the fact that each person gaming is only getting bigger from here. And if you want to enter now, jump on. It's just, yeah. it's just that simple. Uh, see you guys on the next one. And I hope you guys have a good day, night, wherever you are. You know what it is.
0: This is 1 p.m. Own your future start this minute 137 pm is a gallery media group original production